0: Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to each one of you. We've entered into 2022. You know, I heard a prophet call it our Jericho year. We will march around every evil plot, scheme, and plan of the enemy, and by prayers and declarations, declare those things powerless in the name of Jesus. But our faith and knowledge and the word of God must be strong. And we must know who we are and what we have been called to. This is the year. Listen, this is the year we can break the back of evil so deeply entrenched in America. And that has come also to stop the great worldwide harvest. Because we know in the end time the word tells us that there's going to be a worldwide harvest. Everywhere we look, we see evil abounding. It's everywhere. The year 2022 is also the year of restoration. You know, it is key that we repent, that we pray with fervency, and that there be a returning to the Lord because people are getting worse today. They're Chaos is just everywhere. And as Bishop said, it is happening even in the church. But you know, as we, the church, pick up momentum, things will begin to shift. So let's not be sluggards, lazy or indifferent. I pray that the fire of God burn hot within you And may you be determined to fulfill the call that is placed on your life and God has promised you'll know what to do. In other words, he will show you how to accomplish the very thing that he has called you to. Amen? So again, I want to say welcome everyone, to every uh, pastor, to every guest, All clergy, all servants of the Lord, to every intercessor, to Bishop and Pastor Adrian, may the fire of God burn out all the dross, leaving pure gold to be used for the kingdom of heaven here on this earth as it is in heaven. Amen? Amen. Well, you know, we have a great team this morning, and I would like to introduce them. But first of all, I would like to start off by saying good morning to our own Bishop, Bishop Christopher Carl Smith. Good morning, Bishop. How are you? Please unmute, Bishop. Good morning, Bishop. Are you with us?
1: Good morning.
0: (laughs) Good morning.
1: Good morning. It's a privilege and honor to be with you all this morning. Good morning to everyone that is on the line. Good morning, Elder. Heather, um, you know, uh, this is the first prayer service, uh, prayer line that we're having for 2022. I wouldn't miss it for nothing. wouldn't mm-hmm. miss it because it, it is vitally important, as uh, I said on Friday night, as well as on Sunday, it is important for the church to position themselves in a posture of prayer. We have to declare things. We we can no longer be silent. We cannot be silent as the church. And so we have to begin to Put the word of the our God in the earth, Ram, in the atmosphere. We have to begin to declare the word like rain, like it's raining now, and it's been raining. We thank God for the rain. But now uh, our God has to begin to rain in the earth, Ram, and rain in the hearts of sin So good morning, good morning to everyone this morning.
0: Thank you, Bishop. Good morning to you and Pastor Adrian, too. You know, we have a great year ahead of us, and, um, you know, even though we see the chaos and all that is going on, it is it is the time for the church to rise like never before. So thank you. Um, I'm with you. I would not miss this first prayer uh, session of the new year. Praise God. So let me go on and uh, introduce the rest of our team for this day. Um, our team is myself, Heather Dawson. I'm facilitating. And then we have Sister Myrna Whetstone and she's going to be praying over the requests that have come in. So good morning, Myrna. Happy New Year. How are you? Good morning, mother. Good morning, Bishop. Good morning, Pastor Adrian. <laughs> Happy New Year. It's so great to hear your voices. <laughs> Oh, praise the Lord. And it is good to hear your voice, too. You sound so happy and bright and like, you know, it's uh, uh, 8 o'clock in the morning instead of 5 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) So, (laughs) praise the Lord. I think we've all come with great anticipation for this morning. Amen? Amen. Yes, amen. So, let me go on, and I want to introduce Minister John Smalls, and he is going to be bringing us the first devotion for uh us to start our day, so good morning, Minister John, and happy new year to you too
2: oh thank you so much, thank you so much. What a privilege and honor to uh be the uh the, the lead off uh in regards <laughs> to this race and uh this is a race that is not given to the swift, but we're going to endure to the end Happy new year
0: yes, happy new year, yes, praise God, and it is. It is exciting. Um, I believe that if we enter into this year with great um, expectancy, that God is going to show himself great and we will not be disappointed in any way. So don't look to the world. Look to Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and we will not be disappointed. So at this time, I'm going to just ask the Father to bless you, Minister John, as you come and bring us the devotion for the day, and may the uh, Holy Spirit have free reign with you as you come at this time. God bless you. It is now turning it over to you. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes,
2: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Bishop. Uh, an honor and a privilege to be here. Um, when I was uh, given the honor to be the, uh, uh, to bring the war today, um, I, and, I, and I got the, the, uh, the message, um, the title was based on what Bishop had uh, taught about in Sunday's uh, class, I'm going to call it the class. And, and the title was, "Does the Lord care? Does the Lord care?" And after hearing that, um, I had to go back and and hear it again, Uh, got on the computer and I heard it again, does the Lord care? And so I had to process that. I had to process that. And in processing that, I went back to the open scripture, which is Mark 4, 37 and 38. And I read it in the message and it says this, late that night, he said to them, let's go across to the other side. They took him in the boat as he was. Other boats came along. A huge storm came up. Waves poured into the boat, threatening to sink it. And Jesus was in the stern, head on a pillow, sleeping. They, the disciples, roused him, saying, Teacher, is it nothing to you that we are going to drown. It's nothing to you that we're going to drown. <clears throat> and and what was also amazing is when Bishop said that this wasn't a uh, uh, an ocean that they were on, it was a lake. And this terrific storm was coming against them on this lake. On this lake. So <clears throat> on yesterday when I was writing and penning, what I was going to talk about today, I too started asking and thinking about <clears throat> in my past and even in my present. Certain situations that have happened how I've said, God, do you do you care? Do you do you really care? Do you care when I'm crying about some pain that I'm going through? Do you do you care when I've lost a, a loved one that who's meant so much to me? I've asked the question, Father, do you care that I feel so all alone in this journey that I'm on, this road that is so barren and hard? Do you care that I feel like nobody, sometimes like there is nobody who loves me? Uh, and I've asked the question, Father, do you care? Just to be transparent. And, and pinning what I was going to talk about today, as I was pinning it, it was why like God was downloading his answers to me through his word. And here's what he said to me as I was pinning and asking the questions. So the first thing he said to me was, when you were feeling fear, he said, don't you remember the angel that went to Mary? When she was faced with the most difficult time in her life, as she was going to give birth to Jesus, the Savior, the Christ. Do you recall what the angel said to Mary? The angel said, Fear not. So, in essence, God was telling me, Whatever you're going through, whatever I'm going through, do not fear. He said, Fear not. Then he went on to remind me that when I'm crying about something, when I am in pain about something, he said, make sure that that cry and that, that crying out is not just because of the pain, but you cry out to him. Because he said, his word says, then I cried out to the Lord in my trouble, and he saved me from my distress. He went on to remind me when he said that, yeah, there have been people very close to you and very precious to you that have died, and you felt pain by them leaving. But he said, remember what I said, I am the resurrection and life. Whoever believes in me, whoever believes in me, though they die, yet shall they live. He went on to remind me that when I felt alone or when I'm feeling alone going through my journey, my life's journey, he said, I'm going to remind you that don't be afraid for I'm with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. God. I will strengthen you and help you. And he said, I will hold you up with my righteous right hand. Then he passionately reminded me when I did not feel love at any given time, when I felt all alone and like nobody loved me, like a little stab, sack, sack, He said to me, but I showed my love for you and that while you were still a sinner, I sent my son to die for you. He said, that's how much I love you. Very kindly, he said to me, do you recall, do you recall? When I, when I choose someone, that means that that person is qualified. When you have a journey to go through, when you have uh, an assignment from me, he says, you're qualified. He says, so you recall Job and the conversation that I had with Satan when I said to him, have you considered and reflect on my servant Job? He said, that's because Job was qualified. All that he went through, all the misery, all the death, all the suffering, it still meant that he was qualified. That's why I selected him out of everybody. Everybody I pointed to him. Then finally, and finally. He said, remember Abraham, because he was the one that I said this about, that Abraham had faith in me, and I was pleased with him, and that is why I called Abraham a friend. And he closed it up, I said, if I'm a friend of yours, you need no one else. And then I had to stop and I had to ponder after penning what I was writing. I had to really ask myself do I really know and understand the true nature of God? So I put that up to everyone who's listening today. Do we really know? And do we really, really understand the true nature of God? Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Ah, that that was wonderful, the way that you did that, Minister John. Um... I think that for each and every one of us that is on the line this morning, we can identify in one or more of these areas that you referred to. But your final statement, do I really know and understand the true nature of God? See, if we but read the word, if we get the word down deep inside us, When we suffer pain, when we become scared over a situation or we have suffered loss in one way or another, a loved one or a job or whatever, and the word is the assurance that comes from our God that he truly knows and he understands and he makes a way where there seems to be no way. So thank you, Minister John, for that wonderful word this morning And I pray that we will ponder what was said and we will find ourselves in the Word of God and applying it so that when we face these trials and situations, we will know that our God truly cares. Hallelujah. At this time, I'm going to ask if uh, Nerna would come and share the uh, praise, praise, yeah, share praise request, (laughs) prayer report. Um, share the prayer request with us, <laughs> and and then we are going to just come into agreement with her as she prays because we believe in the power of prayer. And this is a prayer call, and praying is what we like to do. So, Sister Myrna, come on, come and share with us. Yes, ma'am. Uh, first is uh, prayer request is from the Walker family. New destiny, please pray for our nieces and nephews. The enemy has tried to attack them with distractions and distortions. Let's pray that the arm of God protects them all. So many temptations out there for our youth. Let them be strong, faithful, courageous, and disciplined in the Lord. For it is written in Proverbs 22 6 that to train up youths in the way they should go and they will not forget it. Amen. From Karen Jones. Jerry Thompson, my nephew, has been in the hospital fighting COVID for five weeks, and they are now giving three days to make a decision of what to do. We need a miracle from God. He has eight children that need their father. From Paul Walker New Destiny, please firmly pray for my Uncle Joseph C. Evans Jr. Uncle Joseph is in the hospital with sepsis, UTI, and cirrhosis of the liver. But God shall intervene and intercept. Pray for Jesus to heal my uncle and destroy all those diseases within his body. There is no illness nor sickness that the Lord does know, which also means that he can destroy each and every one in the everlasting name of Jesus. Amen. From Jamisha Hopkins, I'm asking for uplift in prayer for strength in my current relationship. And may the Lord reveal the truth to me if this person is for me. And for Pastor Tharingo to have the best job with best wages, with the best hours in Swiss country, protection, prosperity, wisdom, chance, success, miracles, divine breakthroughs, financial breakthroughs. So, Father God, we come before you this morning... We lift up our youth to you, Father God. We lift up our nieces. We lift up our nephews, Father God, for the distractions, for the temptations, for the distortions. Father, you said in your word to train a child in the way they should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. We trust your word for our children, Father. We speak your word over our children, Father, collectively as a corporate body and in our own prayer closets. We will continue to lift up our children and our youth to you. Strengthen each of them, Father, for the days ahead. Take hold of their hearts that they would serve you, honor you, live for you, and only you with boldness and courage. Father, for our youth that battle COVID, we speak healing over them. We speak wholeness over them and completeness by the blood of Jesus. Father, we cancel every assignment the enemy has to keep our youth sick, weak, insecure, stressed, unwanted, unloved, and full of fear. We speak boldness as lions, gentleness as doves, and confidence, Father, that can only come by your word, because you said in your word that they are the head and not the tail. They are above and not beneath. They are the apple of your eye. They are your beloved. So we cover our youth, our nieces, our nephews, our neighbors' children in your promises for each of their lives. Father God, we lift up Uncle Joseph C. Evans, Jr. to you, who is currently in the hospital with multiple health issues, and he's battling for his life. Father, we ask in the midst of Uncle Joseph's fight You surround him with your shalom. Father, you said by your stripes, Uncle Joseph is the healed, so it's already done. We know there is still power in the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood over Uncle Joseph now, Father. May every sickness, illness, virus, disease that has taken up residence in his body release the hold that it has on his body now and leave, never to return. Father, we speak wholeness and completeness and healing over Uncle Joseph now. May there be praise and worship that is continually playing in his room where he is. We thank you, Father God, in advance for his restored health. For Jamisha, Father, we ask that you would speak to her clearly and directly regarding this relationship that she is currently in. Father, may she remain in your will for her life. May she desire to remain right, pure, holy, and humble before you. As she remains in your presence, Father God, reveal to her all that you have for her. And may she remain obedient to your word at all times. And Father, for Pastor Thuringo, we continue to lift him up before you. We ask, Father God, that you speak to him in visions and dreams. May Holy Spirit be the only voice he listens to. Keep him in the straight and narrow path, Father, that leads to all your goodness and your glory. May Pastor Thuringo remain in your presence. May his conversations be that of your word, and may your word only be in his thoughts, and may his thoughts be aligned with which you have already spoken of him. Strengthen his faith his hope, and his belief in you, Father. Father, we know that if you are for us, Father, who could be against us? We know, Father, that you are making a way for each of these precious lives that we have lifted up before you this morning. We thank you for your presence and for your power this morning that will overshadow each life that we have lifted up to you with peace, love, and wisdom We speak the exceeding blessings over each of these precious ones and place a demand on what is rightfully theirs, what rightfully belongs to them because of who they are in Christ Jesus. All that you have for them will manifest quickly. We are believing for that. We are believing that today our prayers will be answered and that miracles are happening right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Yes, Father, through your word, you have imparted life into every request. And that life has restored every situation for your glory's sake. We praise and thank you for it. And we believe that praise reports will come to us, letting us know how quickly you answered, Father, in these situations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to go back to Minister John for any closing thoughts this morning, Minister John.
2: Yes, ma'am. Before we close, the conversation that I, I have with God ended like this. He said, "Go to Corinthians 13, and everywhere that you see love, you put God, and you will start to understand the true essence, the true nature." of who I am. And it goes like this. God is patient. God is kind. God does not envy. God does not boast. God is not proud. God is not rude. God is not self-seeking. God is not really angered. God keeps no record of wrongs. God does not delight in evil, but rejoice with the truth. God always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. God never fails. That is the true essence of God. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. I don't know about everyone else, but I know for me, just hearing all of that just makes me love God, even more, just understanding who He is and what He will do for us, what He's already done for us, because it was completed when Jesus went to the cross. Amen. So praise the Lord. Thank you, Minister John. Uh, Bishop, do you want to say a closing word this morning?
1: Thank you so much, uh, Elder. And thank uh, Minister Small so much for a wonderful devotion. It just have to make you think, Lord, do you care? What would make them ask that question? You know, I understand they were in a storm and all those things. But when you start thinking about it, what would make you ask a question like that too? the Savior of the world. Of course God cares. But the only thing that would make them ask a question like that would be fear. It would be fear. And as I said, the disciples had just failed their faith test because they allowed fear to cause them to doubt what Jesus had just taught them. And so, it's important for us to always remember what God said to us prior to the storm. Remember what he said to us. Because whatever he said to us has the ability, has the strength, has the wisdom to help us navigate through any storm. If you go back before 2020, um, actually the beginning of 2020, because I believe COVID COVID hit in 2019. People just didn't know what it was. But by the time we came into a knowledge of a pandemic, it was March of 2020. And so, if you, if I ask you to go back to March of 2020, you say, "Man, Bishop, that seemed like it was a short time, but it seemed so long." But I want to ask this question: What was I teaching? Because I can remember without looking at notes or anything like that. I can remember exactly what God was saying to our church before the storm hit. Matter of fact, he said a storm was coming. A storm was coming. The message we were teaching at that particular time, March of 2020, was titled Building on the Right Foundation. Building on the Right Foundation. And when our lives have been built on the rock, the winds can blow, Storms can come and beat on our lives but they will not destroy our lives. The scripture says we're not building sandcastles. The word of God is um, a word that you can build your life on. They are words. They are not these little just additions you can put to, onto your house. That's what the scripture says. I believe it's a message. But they are words in which you can build your life on. So use the word of God to build your life. If you hit, you're in a storm, start declaring the word of God. What Jesus did, he got up from the high end of part of the boat. And he got up and he spoke. He said, peace. Be still. Speak to your situations, speak to your storms. And it's time for us as a church not just to have power, but have authority, jurisdiction, control over the situations and circumstances we deal with in life. May God bless you all today and may you have a great day in the Lord. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you so much. And once again, thank you so much, Sister Myrna and Minister Smalls.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. That was good. That uh, that just kind of brings it all together, doesn't it? Um, remember what God said to you before the storm hit. You know, we need to really pause and we re- need to think about things such as that. It's so easy to just Skip on by, but we need to pause, and we need to reflect, amen? Well, we've had a wonderful first-year prayer call session, amen, and I pray that you were blessed by joining us this morning, that you were blessed by the word, you were blessed by the prayer. Um, we are a blessed people. So, I'm going to close out with a word of prayer, and then the line will be opened up, and we're going to spend a few minutes together praying. Please be aware um, of your phone situation, um, and remember that conversations, etc., can be uh, caught, and we can hear once the lines are open. So be sure that you either mute your phone if you are in a conversation um, or if you want to join in praying with everyone, then unmute your phone. All right? So, Father, we thank you. We thank you once again for this time together and the time that we have had with you. We thank you, Father, for your wisdom and your assurance that we find in knowing you especially in your word, Father, and that you are ever-present. You are ever-present, and you will direct our path, and you'll reveal your plan for us, and you said we will know what to do. It won't be a mystery, praise the Lord. Father, may there be an increase of prayer in this very year. Give to us direction, Give us revelation, Father. Give us strategies and heaven's favor as we march around Jericho taking back what rightfully belongs to us as the church of the true and living God. And, Father, give us the momentum that is needed to stay the course that we won't cave in or nor will we quit. Help us, Father. Help us in that area. And that we will be able to go to a higher level in you. We ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And everyone said, Amen, amen, and amen. Please open the line.